a vanity plate for your car oh, you know like a license 100%, 100%. plate 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah do you have do you know what it would be have you thought about that um it would say being earnest comma a very sincere podcast comma it would you end on listen. a comma <laughs> you should listen comma available wherever podcasts are available smiley face p.s <laughs> how's your day going <laughs> comma honk, honk if you're horny <laughs> <laughs> uh what's the what's the weed one parentheses if this car is filled with smoke then baby you're a joke semicolon that the joke in that is that i'm not a smoker period nice i like how much punctuation you had in there that's that's the most common thing in license plates <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> just a shit ton of punctuation. your license plate goes all the way around the car <laughs> It, it folds out, so if people are interested, they have to come grab the end and, and keep pulling. Mm-hmm. Why, did you ask? <laughs> well, because I found the perfect vanity plate. Oh my gosh, what is it? So, my friend Chris and I were coming home from an improv show that we were doing. Okay, cool. Uh, and he was dropping me off at my house, because he was being very nice about it. Um, and he pulled up behind a car, which was like a teal, older Mustang. It's like a kind of like like a cool car. Yeah. You know what I mean? And parked like right outside my apartment on this teal Mustang was an Illinois license plate that just said Wood Elf. Wood Elf? Wood Elf. Okay. So So the nerds out there are fucking loving this because uh, a wood elf is the specific kind of elf that like Lord of the Rings elves are and things like that. I don't know. Just the audacity to drive a teal Mustang, but also be like, I'm a big fucking nerd. I love that energy for them. Yeah, it was just like, we both took pictures of us like posing in front of the, (laughs) in front of it. And uh, the picture of Chris looks great. The picture of me that Chris took, I love you, Chris, but you, I was mostly in shadows. Okay. So I can't use it. Now that is actually the most unfair thing in the world is we, you take a really good picture of somebody and then they half ass it in return. Mm -hmm. You're like, that's not part of this. Um, Josh, this does remind me uh-huh. of the best game show of all time. Have you ever seen a little thing called Bumper Stumpers? What is Bumper Stumpers? Oh my God. Okay, so Bumper Stumpers is the single most important game show to ever be on television. Okay. I'm just going to read you the description because me screaming about it is not going to sum it up. Okay. Bumper Stumpers is a Canadian game show in which two teams of two players attempt to decipher vanity license plates to win money. So it's like Wheel of Fortune at the end there where they have to solve the puzzle, but it's just weird, obscure bumper yes. stickers? Bumper stumpers. Bumper uh, license plates. License plates. Yes, yes. Bumper stumpers. Bum- That's what I thought license plates were called. <laughs> no, it's a bumper stumper. No, you're right. They're bumper uh, stumpers. Yes, so it'll say like, um, this one says 1-T-U-S-O-B. And I don't know what it means. I'm not on the TV show Bumper Stumpers. 1-T-U-S-O-B. One to you. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. 
And we're here to talk about the sincere topics of the day. Of the day. Mm-hmm. And talk for three and a half minutes about something not that isn't our topic up top. Oh, honey, if you think it's just going to be three and a half minutes, I would turn off this right now. <laughs> Paula, what's our topic for this week? Sleepovers. 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 I'm very excited about this one because we've been wanting to do this for so long. Have a sleepover. Have a sleepover. And we're doing this at 2 a.m. We're doing this at 2 a.m. Uh, we're, we're painting our toenails. My mom just came downstairs and yelled at us to be quiet. Yep, we're in our jammies. We're in our jammies. We're playing The Ring on repeat. <laughs> that was kind of the hot uh, horror movie for sleepovers in our day. Yeah. I don't like scary movies. And I definitely did not appreciate when I was at sleepovers and they were like, we're going to watch a scary movie because we're all together. Yeah. Like, what I, is the point? Yeah. Um, I do agree. I, I don't mind an occasional horror movie, but I don't think they're uh, enjoyable. No, it's not a pleasurable sure. experience for me. And not in like a I, I don't think that necessarily people like being scared. They like the catharsis maybe of being scared. I don't know. I'm not one of those people. Even just the experience of it makes me feel incredibly uncomfortable. Um, Josh, do you have, if you, if you had to sit in a little room with your eyes taped open and watch a horror movie, do you have one that you like? I mean, I really liked Get Out. I thought that was good. Yeah. I mean, I like, it's a very fine line for me where I like suspense I really like suspense movies. I don't like body horror in any way, shape, or form. Oh, like so, blood and stuff? Yeah. Oh, God, So the no. second it gets and into I like that the kind irony. of horror. Yeah. I realize the irony because I do use a lot of fake blood in uh, theater stuff, but, mm-hmm. but not in a scary way. Yeah, in a fun way. Um, yeah, I agree. I hate something that's like too graphic. Yeah. Hate something that makes me think too hard. <laughs> um, Josh, so my question is, um, let's say you and I were in a horror movie. Okay. Like a real typical, uh, I, you know, what what kind of horror movies are there? There's like a little man and he has a little axe. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. What is it called? I, I um, Like uh, Halloween. Halloween or, or... Nightmare on Elm Street or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever those are. Freddy versus Jason. Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> Jason Alexander versus <laughs> Freddy Prince Jr. Uh-huh. Um, how would you and I individually do in those I would not do well. You would not do well. Thank I, you. Okay. Well, I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> I'm allowed to say it. Legally as your podcast host, we've signed a legally binding document. Um, I don't think you're lasting past the first 10 minutes. Oh, no. No way. Because the thing is, I think you're too inquisitive. Yeah. Like, I'm, I think you'd be the one being like, guys, there, there's like a scary sound outside. Let me go see what it is. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. Or be like, there's got to be some explanation for this. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, okay, I guess the guy with the weird voice left. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, if anyone did, had to die, I hope it's did, I hope it's him. Did anyone invite him to this cabin in the woods? I think the biggest thing going against me, regardless of my general anxiety levels and demeanor, yeah. is that I am blind as a bat, mm. and I I need my glasses, <laughs> and so I just. There's really one very easy thing that the killer can do, which is hide my glasses or break my glasses. And at that point, I'm useless. You're done. I'm You're just, done. I'm just uh, out here for the killing. Yeah. What about you, Paula? How long do you think that you would last? I think I would last till mid-movie. Mm-hmm. I think I would last long enough. Yeah. You're there to drive up the drama. Yes. I think. is like, there's got to be one person who's like, no, no, we can't. I- Because I'm still stirring shit up even when there's a killer on the loose. I'm like, 
Yeah, I guess I know that half the people in this cabin have mysteriously been murdered, but I saw Trisha go into the fridge and steal my private pizza. I- <laughs> <laughs> what kind of world is this where I have a private pizza in the woods? It doesn't matter. I, I-, I love the idea of my character focusing on the other shit that was said. Exactly. I will say that in those first 10 minutes, I will expect at least... 10 texts per minute from you to me being like, oh my God, did you just see that? What is happening? <laughs> While you're in the room. <laughs> While I'm like- in the room, just like <laughs> texting me real time the thing that we are both watching, just based on my experience on our text thread. <laughs> so sleepovers. So sleepovers. I would uh, say that we ended up watching, for me, it was less scary movies and more, um, I, <laughs> I was in prime sleepover time when like, all of those stoner comedies were coming out. Mm. So like super bad and old school and all of those. So sleepovers were a way that I could be with my friends and we'd be like, let's watch this movie. That's definitely like in some ways too inappropriate for us. Like our parents wouldn't allow us to do that, but because there's enough of us, we have a critical mass. (laughs) We'll rise up. Yeah, exactly. We'll rise up and watch pineapple express. Yeah, We have a quorum. Um, were you a were you a little weed boy? No, I was gonna say that was gonna shock me if you were gonna say no, yes. no, no, no. You no, were just no, a no. little weed movie boy. I was a little weed movie boy because you know the Jonah Hills and and Michael Sarahs of the world yeah. really spoke to me as a what as a, a young alt comedian. What a beautiful time in America where Michael Sarah was the kind of leading man. I know for a bit. Yeah, he really was. Seems nice, Michael, if you're listening. You seem very nice. You're welcome to come on the show. I think come you're Canadian. So uh, good come job. on and we'll play bumper stumpers together. Yeah, we'll play bumper stumpers together. <laughs> um, were, did you have a lot of sleepovers growing up? I had a lot of friends. Um, I had a fair number of sleepovers. It was like I had more of the kind of one-on-one sleepovers and less of the full group sleepovers, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, I had a couple friends where it would just be like every other weekend – I would be over at their house or they'd be over at my house or it'd be like, they'd be hanging out anyway and it'd be late enough that it'd be like, well, why don't you just like, can you call your mom and have, and oh, can, can yeah. they stay over? Yes. Yes. That feeling of like calling your mom and everyone's watching. And yeah, exactly. Yes. 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 Did you have a lot of sleepovers growing up? I did have a lot of sleepovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was a big, I was big into the, um, I guess kind of the sleepover culture. Yeah. I would say it seems like you like, I would say ran with a crew, but maybe slept with a crew. Yes. And that makes it sound more sexual than it was. That's not what I mean. You get what I mean, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes, I love sleepovers. Love making too big of a deal about it. Um, now that I'm thinking back on what we did for fun at sleepovers, we did a lot. In, um, my, my mom had a, a daycare in our house growing up. So we oh, really? had, yeah. So we had uh, the whole downstairs. Was, we had like a split level, and the whole downstairs was the daycare. And so when we did sleepovers, we would do it downstairs. So we had like pretty much the whole area was like ours. Sure. Uh, so we would do kind of like truth or dare and watch movies and do nails. But then me, the little freak who was like the little comedy freak, you know, at age 10, 11, uh, would borrow my parents' video camera and make us shoot sketches. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, that is exactly what I did with my friends, too. Yeah, we made, yeah. like, iMovie sketches yes. and made, like, little terrible, terrible, and in some cases, really funny still sketches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Josh, 
I would love to discuss uh, sleepover games. Yes, please. Let's get into it. Um, which sleepover games did you play? Or, or do you like? Would you play now? <laughs> <laughs> let's play on the podcast. Let's play on the podcast. Ooh, let's play Truth or Dare. Okay, let's play Truth or Dare. Okay. Okay, Paula, Truth or Dare. Ooh, I want to dare. Okay. I'm realizing that my back pocket dares are all like 14-year-old boy-girl sleepover dares. Okay, you went to boy-girl sleepovers? Yeah, we had co-ed sleepovers. Oh my, okay, we're going to put a pin in this. Give me one of those dares. It was just so lame, but we thought was so scandalous at the time. Where it'd be like, uh -huh, kiss that doorknob. Okay, I'm kissing the doorknob right now. <laughs> um, you like doorknobs kind of look like naughty bits. <gasps> Is that why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're scandalized right now. I'm freaking out. Okay, so you were allowed to have boy-girl sleepovers? Yeah, we had boy-girl sleepovers. And we had to not be in the same room by the time we were sleeping, which meant we were sneaking between the two. Oh, my God. You were a bad kid. I don't think I was a bad kid. It was sanctioned by all the parents. I just had a lot of theater friends, and I think they figured, like, eh. <laughs> we'll see how, how all of this shakes out <laughs> within a few parents years. Are, to be honest, we're just as interested as you are. Yeah, right. It's like a nice little Petri dish. They're going to follow and They're going to like, all right, I don't think this is going to work out with any of them, but let's find out. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, we've got one-way glass. Here. We're running an experiment. Oh my god! Um, I was never invited to a boy-girl sleepover. Oh, so to be very clear, was never even on the radar. Mm. Did not even occur to me that that could have been a thing. Yeah, no, we definitely like. I remember distinctly all of us hanging out in uh, my best friend Joe Ronaldo's house, uh, just like hanging out. We watched a scary movie one of the times, which was The Village by M Night Shyamalan. Okay. And then I was Spoiler like, alert, they were dead the whole time. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I saw dead people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember all of us being in his incredibly spacious room, um, just hanging out like probably eight or ten of us, like 50-50 boys and girls. It, every time there was a sleepover, someone was dating someone else. In the room? Yeah, it would be like, you know... There would be one month it would because you know when you're a 13 year old relationship relationships in huge scare, scare quotes and in the theater community I don't even know that it was a community when you're like a theater kid it's like everyone's dating everyone for three days and then you break up wow. and then there's turmoil and then everything is so dramatic wow yeah so there was a lot of truth or dare there were some cootie catchers there was some frankly spin the bottle at times. <gasps> Spin the bottle? Yeah. Wow. I would, at the time. It's like I, a movie. I distinctly remember being like, this is not what real people do. This is like what people do in movies. But I guess this is what we're doing. Wow. It felt like a stereotype of what we should be doing at a sleepover. Yeah, like someone made a checklist. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you gotta, you gotta hit on spin the bottle. Yeah, right, exactly. They were like, we did not ever play Seven Minutes in Heaven, but no. that felt like something that was needed to happen at a sleepover. Wow. I, my jaw is on the floor, mm -hmm. truly. Uh, never did that. I've never played spin the bottle, but... Um, never been kissed? Never been kissed. Can you believe? <laughs> I'm, but I am also 15 years old, so there's still time. Yikes, that changes everything <laughs> legally we're allowed to be doing on this podcast. <laughs> Were you ever so scared at a sleepover 
because I think this is a common theme that we're less little scaredy cats. Um, did you ever call your parents to bring you home? No. No? Me no, neither. No, no, no. I'd stick it out to the freaking end. Yeah. I felt that way sometimes. Yeah. So this probably will surprise no one, and I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet, but I'm a 20-something man who has a podcast, so it should be absolutely no surprise that I was also in an acapella group in college. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of thought people just assumed that. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I do improv. Yeah. I have a podcast. You're I like, must well, have obviously. Been, you went to a liberal arts college in New England and were in an acapella group. He's obviously wearing a hat right now. His name's Josh. He's in an acapella group. Like, people just assume things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, my acapella group did a lot of what we called away gigs, mm-hmm. where we would go to another school, sing, party with them, sleep over there. Okay. And I cannot begin to tell you how many horrifying uh, thing places I've slept. Like the worst being on a dorm floor with towels as my blankets. I love the vibe that someone was like, yeah, they can sleep here. I have towel blanket. Yeah, it was yeah, exactly just covered in towels because that, that was the only so way to sleep. Bold. Yeah, exactly. So somebody offered their spot up. Somebody was like, yeah, 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 I can take them. And then thought they were prepared. Yeah, exactly. So I think if we think of these as sleepovers as well, the optimal word for me at a certain point in the night is sleep. Sure. And I'm generally a pretty even-keeled person. I don't really get mad. Even when I'm upset, I get pretty, like, rational about it, I think, Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. If I haven't slept or if someone is keeping me from sleeping... I turn into a monster. Yeah, that holds up. I get so angry being like, I I had an apartment even where the people upstairs were, would play loud bass music through mm-hmm. the night. And I was like, I think the cops would forgive me if I murdered them. <laughs> like, I think I could be like, they were incredibly loud and they were playing reggaeton bass. And, and the cops would be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Totally fine. Do you want to file a complaint against them? Yeah, exactly. And so uh, inevitably there would be something in every one of these away gigs where I wouldn't be able to sleep and I would just be like angrily texting friends back at school being like, I hate this. Why do I do this? Why am I in this group? Why do I even go away? Which was my equivalent of basically calling my parents and being like, I want to go home. Can you imagine being, first off, can uh, we don't have children. No. Um, I have a cat. Sure. So I, I under- have a Roomba as I, of this week. Yeah. So we both kind of understand the plight of parenthood for sure. Um, can you imagine though, having a kid, sending him off to a sleepover, being like, yes, finally, a night of silence, a night that I can just like watch. I don't know what parents want to do. Impractical jokers. Yeah, Sure. <laughs> You know, and and eat Doritos from the bag. And then two hours in, the phone rings and the kid's like, I want to come home. I would say absolutely not. Oh, oh my God. So You tough this out. So this is not a sleepover, but it was my parents were having a date night. They were going out to dinner with another couple. And they were just going to, like, not talk about kid things. They were going to have time to talk to each other as opposed to talk through us. Yeah. My brother and I were playing a very fun game with the babysitter called... Call your mom, have him come home. (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, it was 
Maddie runs at me while I hold pillow. Maddie bounce off pillow, fall on ground. And the sleepover, the sleepover, the babies that are sanctioned this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what ended up happening was Maddie run at Josh, bounce off pillow, hit head on corner of TV stand, head start bleeding. And so my parents apparently had just rolled up into the the date where they were going to go and they were going to go get dinner. They rolled up. They were had like parked the car. They get a call from what I realize now is like a 16-year-old frantically concerned babysitter being like, uh, one of your children just split their head open and just got back in the car and turned around and came back. Oh my God. He had to get stitches. We had to go to the emergency room. I mean, at least you guys got to briefly play that sick game. Um, I will say, and I'm a little ashamed of this. But while my brother was, my parents were helping my brother who was bleeding out the head, things like that. Um, I was also in the ER and they just put me out outside the room. So I didn't have to <laughs> they watch. They put you so outside. <laughs> yeah, but actually they were yeah. like, Josh can handle himself. The, um, the ER had a Game Boy. Okay, sick. And I didn't have a Game Boy growing yeah. up. I never had a Game so Boy. So you started breaking your brother's bones every week to get, <laughs> to, that, to, get to that sweet, sweet Game Boy. I need another hit of... Hey, need, Mom, another accident happened. Yeah. Oh, no. It's I, a shame. I need to pick up from my save file in the Home Alone Game Boy game. Um, That is like... that is. Have you ever heard uh, that test of um that they give people to see if they're a, if they have a penchant for being a murderer? What? Have you ever heard that? Is it like a, so like it's a, like a children's test to no, see no, if no, they're. No, 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 it's not a children's test. Let me see if I can find it. I cannot find the story, but basically it's like this woman's mom dies. Mm-hmm. And. She, oh, it's like a story that you have to react to? Yes. And I wish I could find it. So I'm really just improvising here. But sure. it is a story where this woman's mom dies. And uh, at the funeral, her sister's friend attends, this gentleman. And the woman falls immediately head over heels in love with this guy. Like, she's like, this is my soulmate. Mm-hmm. I'm super, super in love with this person. Um, it's her sister's friend. They're at the mom's funeral. It's very sad. And she, like, doesn't get his information, doesn't get his number. Uh, what is the next step of this? How will she see him again? So... I mean, yeah, the murderer choice is you kill the sister, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it might be one of those things that's like uh that's like a rumor that they give it to see if you're if you have a the capability of being a murderer, but that's like allegedly like if your first instinct, which yours was. I mean, my first instinct. So Josh looked me dead in the eye, he immediately said kill the sister. Uh-huh. And now he now I'm kind of freaked out we're gonna haunt this apartment a we're gonna time. haunt this apartment um see yeah. what i would do is i would try to figure out their name and then just incessantly fi- try to find their social media presence everywhere. yeah i mean i think this was probably written in like 1960 sure yeah sure. yeah i mean obviously now the answer is right. like adam on insta in- yeah I'm, yeah exactly watch their story a lot honestly linkedin <laughs> you love linkedin I hate LinkedIn so go, much, but it's a very useful tool to find people. You're going to go viral on LinkedIn. Yes, that's the, yes, that is the medium on which I am going to go viral. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Paula goes viral on, you know, Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm going to put out a story that's like, I did it. I did this thing. I hate, uh, I hate viral uh, LinkedIn stuff. It's so annoying. LinkedIn, is, okay, let's do a quick rundown of what LinkedIn is because I, I, 
think LinkedIn is something that we use a lot. Yeah. And I think that a lot of other people, uh, if you're not, if you don't have a reason to use LinkedIn, you're not on it. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, each social media platform as if they were people in the world. Okay, cool. So LinkedIn, for people who don't know, is kind of Facebook for nerds. Uh, Facebook for business nerds and consulting bros. Sure. Right? I, I guess. It's yeah. a lot of, uh, it's a lot of like, I mean, it's essentially your resume. Yes. And you reach out to people and the updates you post are uh, either um, an automatic one they generate on your work anniversary mm-hmm. when you forgot to say that you left your previous company and then it's very uncomfortable. Yes. That's me. Uh, or it's like a post where people are like, trying to draw parallels between things that aren't. Yes, so they'll exactly. Be like, I went out for ice cream the other day with my family and I started to think, what if ice cream is kind of like SEO? Yeah, exactly. And you're like, what are you talking it's about? It's a lot of posts that are like, I did it. I yeah. finally did it. Yeah. I made the plunge. And then you have to click read more. And then it's like the stupid post about this obvious thing. Yeah. Or it's attractive person gets new job. Yes. That's the only two things. And takes picture in, in lobby in front of logo. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it is such a bizarre world also because I think that LinkedIn is the social media that you're allowed on at work. Like if I have Facebook on at work and please don't for a second think that I'm not checking Facebook at work because sure. I am. Um, but if, if, if somebody walks by your computer and you have LinkedIn up, they think business, you're working, you're working you're- tip of the hat to the business boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. LinkedIn is like a, a dude mm-hmm. wearing khakis mm-hmm. and a branded polo. Oh, Jesus, yeah. And it's like you don't have to be wearing a branded polo right No, now. you really don't. This isn't actually a branded polo. Yeah, thing. exactly. And, yeah. like, you've got the tablet that's kind of like a tablet computer. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's a PC. Yeah. You know what I mean? Versus, like, Instagram is someone in a hat with really nice food that they're not going to eat. Yes, Instagram <laughs> has um beautiful mermaid waves. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful mermaid waves and is always on vacation. Yeah, really? And you just spend a lot of time thinking, like, what is, how is that happening? How are they always out of town? You know, their life just seems so much more exotic. And also, here's a twist. They always have a celebrity that likes all their photos. Yeah, very odd. And you're like, how do you know John Stamos? You're in a dance crew? You're in a- With John Stamos? Well, how is this happening? Just in your group pic? <laughs> uh, Twitter, um... Oh, Twitter is the person that goes to the party and kind of stands in the corner and uh, occasionally will mumble a joke and you have to keep being like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, what? I didn't hear you. What? Yeah. And, and I think Facebook is like a soccer mom. Yeah, I was just going to say. At this point. Yeah. Yeah. God bless it. Yeah. God bless it. And Snapchat is all the youth. Snapchat is just a teen that I'm scared of in the park. Right, a teen that seems like they're not gonna be nice, but like they're at this family event because yeah, they're now like 14. Yeah, and you're like I am trying to relate to you, but you won't look up from you your phone. You keep being like, um, so what, um, what classes are you in? And then they're just like, a lot, and you're like, yeah. cool. Uh, Josh, I learned recently that there is a group of youth, a group of teens that hangs out in Oz Park. And uh, makes fun of people as they walk by. That's gross. I don't like that that at all. Isn't that terrifying? That's terrifying. They sit on the hill in Oz Park. And if you come by with groceries, they'll be like, 
oh, I guess someone went to Trader Joe's. And like, That's not even, yes. I know. They did. I know. Isn't that scary? That is very scary. Isn't that the coolest thing you've ever heard and also so scary? Yeah, like I, I so desperately want to be their friend. Yes. But at the same time, like. I desperately want their approval. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, what would you rather have haunt your apartment, a ghost or an angry teen? A ghost, 100%. 100%. 100%. I'm way less scared of that. Yep. Oh, Paula, I'm so sleepy. Oh, Justin, do you want to stop the podcast and go take a nap? I think we can maybe get to the next exit. I saw a sign that <laughs> says, uh, you know, there's there's motels and there's other places where we could crash. But uh, maybe so I, let's... Think there's a ho- I think there's a Super 8 back there. I think let's go to the <laughs> highway. Nope, that's the wrong thing. <laughs> I sang the song. Haiku Hotel. <laughs> um, I know we were trying to do a, do a little improv there, but what if I completely misunderstood and I kept going, are you okay? Yeah, right, exactly. Josh, we're not in a car. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Is this a sign? Is yeah. that, or do you need help? Yeah. Blink twice if you need help. <laughs> um, folks, this is Haiku Hotel, a segment where we, um, let me say a segment where we dive into the most earnest place on the inter- internet. And that is the Craigslist. Hi- Craigslist. That is the haiku section of Craigslist. Now, for new listeners, there is a very important rule of haiku. Yes, haiku if hotel. you're gonna, if you're gonna continue listening past here, I need everyone to close their eyes. I need Josh, close your eyes. Now, open your eyes. Now, look me in the eye and swear that you will follow this cardinal rule. Do not touch this beautiful ecosystem do not do it let it be if you want to be a part of this community of people who write haikus we would love for you to be a part of it but it is beautiful and perfect and do not be an invasive species and destroy this thing do not be the what is it the zebra fish the zebra mussels yeah whatever it is whatever it is don't be the little zebras (laughs) don't be a zebra (laughs) so paula i'd like to talk about the challenge that went up a couple days ago. Yes. So, uh, so folks, we should say that uh, every day in Haiku Hotel section of Craigslist, there is a challenge where they write haikus about a specific topic. And let me emphasize that the word haiku is so loose here. Yes. Yes. It, uh, so please take everything you thought you knew about haikus. Please take the seven five five seven five. Uh, uh, syllable structure, and you throw that out the freaking window. Yeah, because they've evolved past the traditional yes. haiku. This is about freeform jazz. This is, this is about taking yes. the idea of haiku and breaking it into its its uh, component parts. Yes. So I'd like to talk about the theme that happened a couple days ago, which is something not sad that made you cry. This, to me personally, is very relatable. So I'd like to give you a quick, uh, quick taste of the good stuff. Yes. Chopping onions last. It keeps the tears to a minimum. Um, also, if you chew gum while you chop onions, won't cry. Also, if you, or if you run water and you put uh, paper towels in your mouth. You're telling me to chop onions with a gob of paper towels in your mouth. Yeah, it works every time. Or you can get onion goggles yeah, and look you're, like you're a, a fancy space scientist working on onions. That is absolutely the most wild thing I've ever heard. I'm picturing walking into a kitchen and you just have your mouth 
stuffed with paper towels. Um, okay, I have one. Dust allergies. Someone asks me if I'm okay. I've got one here called Ultimate Frisbee. Looking up at sky. Amazing end zone layout. Shoulder injury. (laughs) (laughs) And there's an asterisk here. Just in case you were worried. They're saying it it was a dislocation. But I held onto the disc for the win. (laughs) (laughs) The fun little backstory in that one for all you. uh, All you ultimate Frisbee fans. All you ultimate players out there. I feel like we are uniquely equipped to write a haiku on this topic. On this topic, yes. Yeah. Um, do you have something recently that you're willing to share that made you cry that was not sad? I went to a museum recently, and there was a service where you could text a number, any questions you had about the art, and then a real person would text you back with answers about it. Ooh. And I did it, and I got a really nice answer back, and I burst out crying. Okay. Because it was so earnest and so sweet, and it wasn't about that, but it was just that there's a little person in a room right now who's, I'm tearing up again, who's just answering questions about art. Isn't that so nice? It is really nice. Um, Let me try to write a haiku real fast. Okay. Ready? Yes. Normally hates art, but when... A random man texts. I burst out crying. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. I don't hate art. Mm, it's been established on this podcast I that you hate art. I don't hate art. I think <laughs> art museums are a lot. <laughs> Josh, there is a book series that perhaps you read, but it was not popular, so I would be surprised if you did. Sure. I've read a lot of books, though. Well, it is called The Sleepover Club. I did not read these books. And The Sleepover Club is essentially a story about um, like four girls who uh, have a club where they have a sleepover at each other's house every week. Great. Um, in a power rankings of clubs and or groups. Babysitter's Club is number one. Okay. that was, a, And then where does this land versus Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants and absolutely, Boxcar Children absolutely, and Magic Treehouse? Absolutely. Sleepover Club is at the Bottom, 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 bottom. Okay, great. Because I don't remember a ton about Sleepover Club, but I would be remiss if I didn't tell you about the most important detail. Well, the first rule of Sleepover Club is you don't talk about Sleepover Club. Second rule is you beat each other up. And so the whole concept was they had sleepovers at each other's houses once a week. Okay. And I read many of these kind of in the way as like when you're a kid and you're like really into reading, you just read a bunch of shit. But the only detail I remember is that one of the girls only wore the colors black, white, and red. She only wore those colors. They would often describe uh, her bedroom as being entirely black, white, and red, that they never saw her in another color. Okay. And uh, a, a real cornerstone of these kind of like young girl book series, anyone could read them, but book series about young girls, yeah. is they would describe their outfits in insane detail. Sure. And it would just be like, she would not touch another color. And I remember thinking that was so cool. And uh, now as an adult looking back, what the fuck? Yeah, right? <laughs> the Beetlejuice motherfucker. What's wrong with this thing? <laughs> um, can we give her a name? Her name is Stephanie. Stephanie? Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Paula, I have a joke for you. Yeah. 
What's black and white and red all over? Stephanie's outfit. Stephanie. Stephanie. (laughs) Can I read you the name of the authors? Please. And you raise your hand when you said I've, when you think, no, you say ding. When you think I've said all the authors that could possibly write this book series about four girls who have sleepovers. Sure. And this is a, this is per book or just overall kind of like how Babysitter's Club had some ghostwriters. Oh, it was all Anna and Martin. Uh, okay these are not ghostwriters though it seems these are the authors okay rose impy narinder dami lorna reed fiona cummings do you want to say ding yet no lewis cat sue mongreden aka lucy diamond Angie. what Pace. wait hold on can we dig into that one for a second this is not my ding just like what was her actual name her name is Sue Mongreden, and her pen name is Lucy Diamond. <laughs> what an upgrade. Angie Bates, Ginny Deals, Harriet Castor, Jana Nothe Hunter. That's all of them. That's like 50 authors. <laughs> I never said ding because I think it was, you had a bunch of authors there. Can we just for a brief moment dig into who Lucy Diamond is? Is there a link on this Wikipedia yep. page? She's an English author of female lead fiction whose real name is Sue Mongreden. She grew up in Nottingham as one of four siblings, studied English literature. After a few years in London and a few more traveling around the world, she came back to the UK, worked with publishing, got three kids. Got three kids? Got three kids. Not had three kids. She, She acquired three kids. So clearly she's writing her own Wikipedia page. Okay, that's a crime. 911. (laughs) So Paula, I have a hypothetical for you. Yes, throw it out here, Lucy Diamond. (laughs) That is what I'm going to be going by now. Um, I just can't get over it because it is the fakest sounding name I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, I love that so much. Yeah. It's like, and there's no, no shame in this. It's, it sounds like a porn star name. (laughs) It sounds like she's like, I am both an adult actress and a children's author. (laughs) Lucy Diamond. What would your version of it be? Mine would be Bunny (laughs) O'Neill. You had that just there, ready to go. Well, I got to keep my Irish heritage, you know, somewhere Mm -hmm. acknowledged. Skip crackers. Uh, I'm sorry, I interrupted. What were you saying? I was saying that let's say both of us are at the same sleepover. Yes. We can bring three historical figures to this sleepover. Okay, so we have to agree on them. Yes, we have to agree on them. And there can be three historical figures that the two of us are going to spend the night with. Not in a weird oh. way. It's a boy-girl sleepover, though. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm not going to rule out kissing. Uh, are, do celebrities count? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Ooh, this is kind of hard because it's like, you know, you think a lot about like a like historical figure like uh, road trips or, you know, uh, me personally, uh, historical figure husbands. <laughs> but I, this one is like, you just want them to be fun for one night. Yeah, they're going to play games. And not games. in a sexy way. Yeah, like they're going to be fun. They're going to be down to like be yeah. vulnerable. Yes, they're going yes, be- to be good podcasting hosts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we'll like record a pod all together. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh, um, do you have someone in mind when you say this? So um, I was thinking late 80s, early 90s, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Josh, in your mind, is that a historical figure? Yeah, it's been almost Josh, 30 years since... Josh, you look at me dead in the eye. You're saying... Hist- I was picturing historical figure to mean founding father, to mean Napoleon Bonaparte. <laughs> and you're looking at me saying celebrity who's still alive and was a child back then. 
Yeah. So in this sleepover, it's me, you, and a child. But he's so cool. Okay, cool. So me, you, and the child are at the sleepover. Yep. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Okay, I'm gonna say. How about? Oh, Cleopatra could be fun. Yeah. Good at makeup. Yeah. Finally, be able to understand how to make a smoky eye. Yes. Oh, thank God! I've spent enough time on YouTube trying to figure that out. <laughs> um, yeah, she seems like she was super rad. Yes. And also I think she brings to me the most important element of a good sleepover guest. Gossip. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah she's going to have, she's it. the queen of the Nile and queen of gossip. Yeah. We're going to be like, honey, we don't know a single one of these people you're talking about. And she's, she'll be like, she'll be like, be like oh, oh. How, did you hear about Amunet? <laughs> have you heard what well, he guess is? what Aphrodite's up to tonight? We're like, Ooh, we don't know. We don't know. We you should see you the here. secret chamber that he built in his pyramid. <laughs> We're like, Okay, we transported you here thousands of years in the future. We don't know them. I think his body's in a museum somewhere. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> um, did you see this? This is off topic, but did you see the news um, this week about Egyptian bread? No. So uh, That means my Egyptian bread Google alert's not working, <laughs> no, yeah, so that sucks. That so there was a, um, a researcher, I think in Boston, who um, they found a clay pot cool that had some yeast from 4000 years ago 4500 years ago wow and they were able to extract it from the artifact <gasps> isolate it um like make it reproduce and then cooked bread with it like ancient grain what? kind of like ancient sourdough bread essentially oh i bet it's disgusting they had it apparently it was amazing really so here is my thought on this okay. and we were talking about this in my google work slack i don't want to go anywhere near that bread because that's how the mummy apocalypse starts yes yes like why is this able to survive for this long you're create you this is the inciting event that creates mummies Man, what a letdown. I always thought it was going to be something cool or like a radioactive bite from like a bug inside a pyramid or something. It's just like bread. Yeah, some nerdy dude who's like, I love Egypt and I want to eat traditional Egyptian bread. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Are you saying that you eat the bread and you turn into a mummy? Yeah, because it's got some ancient disease and strain in it that like. They've been hiding this bread away for. We, they tried to lock this thing away, and we couldn't read the warnings. Oh, so, so it like, had it's, all on there. Okay. Yeah. See, they've um, you've un, you've unwittingly unearthed God. an ancient demon. Man, it wasn't even like ice cream or something fun. It was bread. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And mummy would be the worst kind of uh, monster to be. Oh yeah. Like I wish it just turned me into like a hot Egyptian queen, and instead it's like <laughs> you're gonna be wrapped in bandages. All your organs are going to be in a little cup. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm an adult man and I'm afraid of mummies. I don't remember if I've talked about this on the no, podcast. No, you've never talked about this. You're scared of mummies? I'm scared of mummies. What are you talking about? Why are you scared of mummies? They don't have any organs. <laughs> They're terrifying. They're not going to be functional. I don't like confronting death. Mm. I am scared of mummies. I don't like it. I had a nightmare when I was younger mm. and it stuck with me. I just don't like confronting it. However, I do have our third historical figure. Mummy. Oscar Wilde. 
Ooh, that is a good one. He's gonna have so many parlor games. He's gonna be. He's gonna have the gossip. He's gonna yes. be snarky. It's gonna be yes. very shady. He's also gonna be down to drink. Yes, gonna- I'll tell you exactly what's gonna happen too. I'm going to think that Oscar and I are like best friends. I'm going to be like, we're having a great time. I'm loving hanging out with Oscar. And then he's going to say something absolutely so cutting and so mean to me. <laughs> so devastating. That, like, so <laughs> devastating and, and funny. Like everyone's going to laugh. Like he's going to be like, I've met like I've never I've met dum dums before, but never the acquaintance of this one. You know, yeah. <laughs> sure, so sure, mean. Sure. you guys are all laughing, laughing, You get laughing. to the when uh, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a t- of a dum dum? I don't know, but I know Paula will be in the center. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, like and you guys all laugh, 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 and then I have to do that thing that really happens at sleepovers, where you have to be like, <laughs> yes, yes, because it's not a sleepover if you're not crying yes. at some point in the night. And then I'm gonna go. <laughs> then I'm gonna have to go to the bathroom and go. I have to go to the bathroom for an unrelated thing, and then beep, beep, beep. hey, mom. <laughs> Can you come pick me up? Oscar's at it again. And then school's going to be so awkward Monday. Paula, do you still have sleepovers? Um, I mean, I sleep every night uh, in the same apartment as my long-term boyfriend. Sure. And sure, then sure, in the sure. middle of the night, I hit him with a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I put his hands in a cup of warm water. <laughs> that That's so self-defeating because I assume you share a bed and if... <laughs> He pees the bed because you put his hand in a cup of water. That's is the joke really worth it for you? Oh, you know, it is. There is this moment of laughter before I realize. Oh, God, I have to clean the sheets. (laughs) Oh, I got to keep got to stop doing this every night. I guess what I mean is there's sleepovers as an adult can mean a lot of things. You've alluded to that essentially like sleeping with someone is a sleepover. Uh, yes. Well, I, um, I do do this very charming thing that you probably know about, um, where I love to go to friends' houses and just immediately fall asleep. (laughs) Sure. Yes. And in that sense, every night is a sleepover. Yeah, exactly. Specifically our, uh, our very good friends and my improv team, Cool Girl Tank Top. Uh, I have never gone over to their house and not fallen fast asleep. I mean, they have a very comfy couch. And then I wake up like this. <laughs> you wake up like, like, <gasps> out of it, like you've been dead for a year. <laughs> what year is it? Oh, no. <laughs> um, and I think that like uh, my friends and I have sometimes like gotten together and then we've been like, we should do a sleepover. And then it, it kind of devolves into like, but let's go sleep in our own beds after. Yeah, right. After because we do, like, like we're adults. Events. and yeah. But I do understand mm-hmm. that I don't, I, no matter what hour it is, um, in a non-romantic situation where mm-hmm. I could fall asleep at someone else's house, I'm like, I'm going home. Oh, yeah. I have a whole skincare routine. Yeah, you know? exactly. I've got a whole bed routine yeah. and a whole thing. Yeah. And like, I just want to sleep in my own bed. I just, I like to have Seinfeld quietly playing like while I fall asleep. What's and... the deal with airplane food? Ooh, look at me getting nice and sleepy just hearing that. <laughs> Lull to sleep. Um, yeah, so I, I think that... Uh, I think I always love the idea of an adult sleepover, but not. I do think that sometimes if I have friends over and it's late yeah. or like we've been drinking and they shouldn't go home or things yeah. like that, like there's a certain amount of like I go into very much host mode where I'm like, I've got an air mattress. I've got like extra blankets. I've got a, I've yeah. got a couch. The couch and the air mattress are Let the same height. mint on your pillow. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Anything else you want, sir. <laughs> um, Just ring if you need me. I don't know what are other what are other variations of like adult sleepovers. I mean, I guess there's the romantic variety. Yeah, um, yeah. 
Okay, a little Josh over here. Yeah. The uh, little rebel. Yeah. I'm calling the cops. Yep. Well, so the weirdest part of a hookup is the sleepover. <gasps> okay, I should probably say that this podcast just went from being rated PG-13 to R. People kiss, Paula. And sometimes R. people share space. R, rated R. But the weirdest part is the sleeping part, right? Because there's a negotiation. You're... Mom listens to this podcast. I know. Oh my gosh, Wendy Linden, please cover your ears. Actually, yeah, Wendy Linden, please cover please your cover ears. Your ears. <laughs> I will tell you when it is safe to uncover. <laughs> How will she know? Her I'll ears are covered. She'll understand. She'll know it's right. She'll know it's right. It's a woman's intuition. It's a woman's intuition. She'll yeah. get it. Um, yeah, there's just a, like a negotiation of like some people like a lot of body contact, some people oh. like no body contact, oh. some people feel like there's a time and place for body contact, and then like we can have our own space from there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm also a very warm sleeper. Okay. Some people are not. It's it's just like a whole negotiation. Yeah, it just feels very intimate. Also, like when you wake up in the morning. I find that when I wake up in the morning, that is the worst version of me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, am I willing to be vulnerable enough for someone to see that, for someone to see that and smell that? Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, I think my dream scenario to sleep is, uh, completely alone in a pitch dark room with nobody touching me and nobody bothering me <laughs> like Dracula. <laughs> sure. In a coffin, in a co- I don't like tight, tight spaces. So a big coffin. Yeah, sure. sure and sure, then sure. I just want to shoot up in the middle of the night and just go, <gasps> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. No one it's trying to me. make the donuts. <laughs> Um, I am in this scenario, Dracula Baker. Yeah, you're Dracula Dunkin' Donuts guy. (laughs) Dunkin' Dracula. Yeah. Duncula. Duncula, Count Duncula. Count Duncula. Okay, TM, 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 TM. Okay, Uh, Dunkin' Donuts, if you are listening. Dunkin' Donuts, if you are listening. This is your new mascot. Yeah, we will sell you this IP. It's $3 million. Yes. His name is Count Duncula. His name is Count Duncula. He just love. He's got little um, like his uh, it's a uh, you get the donut, but yeah. then there's little like there's bite marks in it. Yes, yes, yes. And sometimes a touch of blood. Yeah, exactly. But it's jelly. And sometimes you're not sure. <laughs> Good morning. All I want this morning is a big box of munchkins. <laughs> and it's just got two munchkins on the two fangs that he's got. It's very cute. And he goes, this is actually very painful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what you might not realize is that our fangs are filled with neurons. There's lots of nerves. We feel everything we bite. <laughs> this hurts me so much. It hurts me as much as it hurts you. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, Wendy Lundin, you can uncover your ears. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, we did a really great bit. You might want to rewind, but only like two minutes. Oh, I messed up. I dropped the ball on that one. I think that's going to do it for us. That's going to do it for us. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Before we go, we are going to do our weekly segment, Earnest Moment of the Week. Imatwa. Do we have any wonderful Earnest Moment of the Week submitted from our listeners, which we love, 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 love when you do. When something very earnest and sweet happens to you, please let us know. We're all over at at Pod. Yes, anywhere on social media. 
Our first one is an Imachua from our dear friend and listener, Deanna Ortiz. Uh, Deanna is also the host of the brand new podcast, Crushes with Deanna. Um, and it's very fun. And, and I promise, promise, promise that you will absolutely love it. Uh, it seems like there's a very similar audience for that. Yes. She talks about celebrity crushes. Um, and I was just on this week. And it uh, turns out mine are the most embarrassing. So that's kind of fun for me. Uh, Deanna is this week... Uh, hosting a festival in Lincoln Park. And she said that she got to watch uh, 40 white people try to Bollywood dance. And she sent a video, and I'll tell you what, it's wild. It's a lot of children trying to Bollywood dance. This is very delightful. <laughs> I love I love uh, group dances. I love group dances. When I studied abroad in Beijing, mm-hmm. there was a wonderful Heard group of, of women <laughs> who would exercise by dancing to choreographed routines. Uh, every afternoon oh, that's so on charming. campus. It was great. It was wonderful. I also love uh, myself included when people can't activate their hips. <laughs> but are Those doing it anyway. sometimes lie. The hips sometimes lie. I have another Imatwa from uh, OG listener Kristen Hallen. Hi, Kristen Hallen. Uh, her Imatwa is how damn cute this picture of my friend Claire's puppy is. And I know we can't share the picture, but... Kristen saw it and stopped and audibly said, well, she looks fresh as hell. About the dog. Oh, it's so cute. This dog is so fluffy. This dog has kind of like swoopy teen hair. Oh, it's so adorable. Wearing- uh, we'll post it on our stories when when this one, when this when we post this uh, episode so y'all can see it. Yes. It's the cutest dog in the whole world. Next, tied with every other dog. <laughs> one more from our uh, our good friend Mary Z who said I went to a meetup for these basset hounds I follow on Instagram and it was pure joy a basset hound Instagram meetup sounds like where I want to die of happiness that <laughs> yes. sounds incredible just just drown me in their slobber drown me in those basset hound slobber oh my gosh that's so cute I H- wish hug every- me to death in the folds of their faces oh my gosh I just want to hold a basset hound side note hug me to death in the folds of their faces is a great emo album name Ooh. <laughs> okay tm 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 I think that's it I think that's it uh, thank you everybody so much for listening. We absolutely love you. Um, and we really appreciate it. If you enjoy this episode, uh, we would love if you took a minute to, um, let your friends know about it and, uh, to review on iTunes, Apple podcasts, whatever the hell it's called now. Um, that really, really, really makes a difference in terms of getting other people to see it and is super helpful. And I say this every week, but the offer still stands. If you write a review, Josh and I will legally marry you. Yes. We will sign a legally binding document and we will be married to you. Our other offer is that if you talk about the podcast, if you at the podcast on any of your social media, uh, we'll start giving you a shout out. Yeah. In the episode. We'd love to do that. Yes, yes, yes. As always, our logo is brought to you by the brilliant Ryan Cruz. She's at RB Cruiser on Instagram. She has been doing this incredibly funny thing this week where she made up fake workplace trading cards like Pokemon yes, or Magic the so Gathering. Funny. It's so good. She, she so consistently has such an amazing Instagram presence um, that it is absolutely worth a follow. Yeah, if absolutely. anything, like this is less of a vehicle to get her name out as like we're trying to glom onto her amazing Yes, it's yes, honestly just very earnest about about her and also very earnest about our good bud uh, Dylan Dutch who mm-hmm. wrote our theme song. Um, Dylan is 
In addition to being an in addition to being an amazing, hilarious person, Dylan also recently released an album. Yes, it's very good. It's very good. And uh and Dylan is like one of those people that um you know when you know someone who is so good at something and then you find out that they're also so good at another thing? Like Dylan is so funny and good at comedy and then you're like, "Oh, he's also an amazing musician." And it feels like he has a superpower. Yeah, so check out that album or check him out on Twitter at Dylan Dutch. Yes, yes, yes. Until next week, shine on, Lucy Diamond. Shine on. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Why not be? Me-